Good morning. My name is Erica Larson, and my husband Justin and I live in Ipswich. Justin works for FM Electric, and I work for Northeastern Dental Center. I'm a hygienist in Aberdeen and in Falkton. And we have been coming out to Richland since we were trying to remember, I think it was December of 2000 or January of 2001. Uh, Actually, um, for Thanksgiving of 2000, we went to Aberdeen with one of his co-workers, and on the road home, we took a detour and went by the church, and little did we know we would come out here a month later and um, be here ever since. Um, one of the things that we ask our kids every night before family prayer time is, what are you grateful for and what was the best part of your day? And we started this a couple of years ago when our son started a dog business, and I just wanted our kids to be grateful. Um, that's a lot of trust that um, people put in us, and I just wanted them to be really grateful for that. But little did I know that that would be something that would change me, I think, more than my kids. Um, one of the verses that has come to mind for me, and it's part of a verse, was, or excuse me, is, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and it's Psalms 1. 39:14, and it says, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Um, being in the medical field, I realize that um, we just see a small part of the body, the mouth. But for me, after I had both of my kids, I struggled with severe dizziness. And come to find out, I have a pretty major birth defect. And as I've seeked treatment for this, um, I find that even though it's not exactly what I should have, um, it's a, with a carotid artery, um, God has put me together the way I should be. And I see that even with um, teeth in our mouth. Um, God has put us together the way we should be, even though it may not be textbook of what our medical books should say. And um, some of the other things that I'm grateful for as um, we have been here for now coming up on 18 years, I am grateful for this church, the children's ministry. Um, I did go to Sunday school as a kid, um, played in the bell choir, did a lot of stuff in church, but um, one of the things that we didn't do was learn memory verses. And throughout the years, as my kids have been able to recall memory verses, the older I'm getting, I'm finding it's harder to learn them where they have the advantage of being young and those verses they can recall even a couple years later. And I'm very grateful for that and how it's changed their hearts and changed them. Um, I also am grateful for another thing that we find in our house is uh, the library books. As we have read these throughout the years, how they um, are special times that we've had with our kids reading these in addition to just having a lot of our favorites. And I'm also thankful for all of you. I see kids that, um, as we've been coming, are now adults and are coming back. And I know as my kids have grown up here, um, the special feelings that we have and just growing closer to God as we have learned many things out here that I know I did not learn growing up. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Crystal Nash. My husband, Kevin, and I live with our two children, Megan and Austin. We live nine miles southeast of our of Richland towards Chelsea. Um, there are many things that I am thankful for, and a few of them 
are. I'm thankful that we live in a free country that we live in, and thank you for all of those of you who have served to make that possible on this Veterans Day. I am very thankful for the God's beautiful creation outdoors, for sunsets and sunrises and um, the beauty all around us. I'm also thankful for the many comforts we have, such as this beautiful sanctuary that we have and for the many sacrifices that people have made to um, give us this beautiful place that we worship in. I think I'm thankful for, um, I'm working on being thankful for the hardships and adversities in my life that make me trust God further. I am very thankful for my family. Um, I am thankful for a set of grandparents that lived God's truth out every day of their lives. To me, growing up, I'm thankful for a mom that was willing to go through many hard hard times for her children to give them the advantages that they had. I am thankful for my husband, who is a leader of our family. I'm thankful for my two children, um, Austin and Megan. Um, I'm very thankful for our this church family, um, for my kids to have Christian friends, for um, all of you who live your lives as a good example for them. I'm thankful for pastors that lead us and shepherd us through our um, through our lives to point us towards Christ. I am thankful for a God that continually makes a way for each of us, even in times when we don't know we need a way made for us. God has been there through every moment of our lives, making a way for each of us to serve him, and I'm very thankful for that grace and mercy that he continually blesses us with. Good morning. My name is Keith Miller, and my wife and I live southwest of Aberdeen, and we have six children. Now, we have a time limit, so I'm not going to name them, but they range in ages from 5 to 14. Now, I don't feel that I'm old enough to have a 14-year-old child, but Anne's pretty insistent that it's ours, so I've come to the conclusion that kids' years must be similar to dog years, and every three of theirs is one of mine. So... It doesn't seem like that long ago that I was fresh out of college and broke and living in a rundown house on an abandoned farm, hunting and trapping, trying to make enough money so I could drive my car back home and continue with life. But little did I know what God had in store for me. I often say, if it wasn't for God and Anne, I would be in far different condition than I am today. But 11 months later, I was married, we had six kids, and here we are today, and it seemed to happen just about that fast. I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was in elementary school, um, but it wasn't until I was in my 20s and after we were married that I really got serious about allowing God to take control of my life. I'm very, very thankful he led us to South Dakota. As we search for God's leading in our life, the Bible tells us one way that we can know what God's will is. And it says in Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. I met a lady in the past couple weeks in Aberdeen, and she is afflicted with MS. And she's had this disease for decades. 
and it has slowly paralyzed her legs and her arms, and now for 12 years, she only has control of her head. As I took my children and we visited her, um, her mental faculties are fine, and she said how thankful she was that we came and took the time to visit her, and she asked me to take a small card by her bedside, and this is what it says. I just wanted you to know how grateful I am that you were part of my life. It is well with my soul. This is from a lady who has no hope of physical recovery. She's in hospice care, but she personifies 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. As we look around us and we're thankful for the many things God's blessed us with, how often do we consider the things that we don't have that God's protected us from? In Ephesians 5.20, it says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Psalms 100 verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. I'm thankful this morning for the opportunity to publicly proclaim how grateful I am for all that God has blessed me with and for all the things that he has protected me from. All the glory belongs to God. Thank you. Good morning. Um, This is really close. Um, My name is Terry Piatz, and I live down the road about 10 miles to the east. And I'm married to Joe, and um, we've been coming to Richland for about 11 years. Um, He's not here today. He's at a a wedding in Colorado. So what am I, what I am thankful for, um, I'm thankful to be here today, and I mean that quite literally, um, as I had some major health problems this year due to an inherited condition called Marfan syndrome. Um, I just want to say Erica's verse. I, I read that one a lot also. Um, I had my second open-heart surgery in January. I'm thankful to God that I had an amazing um, medical team of doctors here in Aberdeen, in Sioux Falls, and at the Mayo Clinic. I'm thankful for all the medical professionals that took care of me. I'm thankful to God that he laid it on my heart to memorize scripture because they don't let you have your phone with your Bible app in the, EO, in the operating room. So as I was being wheeled down there, um, my verse was Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The surgery went extremely well, and I recovered very quickly without any complications. Two months after the surgery, Joe and I were in Sioux Falls for a weekend. And that night, I had an aortic dissection, which is life-threatening. As we got the diagnosis in the ER of McKinnon, um, we were immediately care-flighted back to Mayo Clinic for treatment, and um, we were devastated. So I had some rough nights in ICU. Um, I'm thankful that God provided in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., a nurse who was a believer. 
he saw that I was reading the Bible on my phone. It's very quick to have, but they gave me my phone back. And um, we talked about God, and um, he asked if he could pray with me. And he laid his hand on my shoulder, and we prayed. And he was only he was covering a sh- uh, lunch break from my from my other nurse, and they sit with you one on one the whole time. You're in ER or in um, excuse me ICU. They have um, one patient and one nurse, and they and they stay with you the whole time. So God was amazing that at that hour I needed that nurse, and I called him an angel, but he said no. Talk to my wife. So anyway, um, while still in ICU, I was thankful that I had a believer friend who took a text and a call from me at 5 a.m. And um, she prayed and um, talked with me, and and it was very early. But I have to say it was 6 a.m. her time, and um, I thought she would be awake, but she wasn't. But she talked to me anyway and prayed with me at that early hour. I'm thankful for all the texts um, with well wishes and scripture that Joe and I both received. I'm thankful for the cards, the meals, and the prayers we received from the church body and from the elders and the pastors. I'm thankful for my family. I have a wonderful, um, one brother and wonderful sisters. I'm thankful for Joe, who is with me in every way, taking care of me. And um, we were both in it all together. God even used Joe's profession as a pharmacist as he was able to consult with the doctors um, as they were figuring out all the new medicines that I needed to take. And he was, he, they um, asked him his opinion, and, and they were working a lot of things out. And I was in the Mayo that time for nine days. Um, so I'm lastly thankful for Jesus who took my sin in exchange for his righteousness. I also rejoice that he gives us a book of promises that we can help us, or that helps us here on earth um, before we get to be with him in heaven. And the passage um, from Isaiah 43, 1 through 3, is very comforting to me. Um, So it reads, But now, this is what the Lord says, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I'm thankful that God is with us and he is in every detail of our trials. Good morning. I'm uh, Stephen Duncan. Uh, My wife Valerie and I have been going here eight and a half years. And when we first came here, we were a wide-eyed three. And now we are a grizzled six. (laughs) So... Um, we have four kids um, that kind of span through, and we really appreciate this church and just the ways that all of us have grown and watching our kids grow and, and, and the things that they're, they're that are sinking in and that they're getting in. Just appreciate that. 
um, for so many ways. And as many of you know, our 2017 was kind of a, you know, best described as a weird year where a lot of things happened in our family. And um, probably could just say I'm grateful to basically all of you for all the ways you showed um, care and compassion to us through all the things that kind of happened in that year. Um, something more recently, though, that um, grown to be more thankful for um, is God continually showing and reminding me um, that at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. And uh, it seems so simple, and yet it's so hard for us to kind of... <laughs> To grasp that and let that really sink in, that everything's going to be all right. We have a tendency to to worry over different things and what the future state of things may be. And and at times it's, you know, it, it's not like it's an uncalled for worry, that it's something that, that does plague us in those things. But that um, just to have that perspective, I'm thankful that God has given me that uh, perspective that... Uh, my worry isn't meant to be in what my future may hold, because I know what my, my future holds, and my future holds eternal life with Christ. That's, that's everything. And, and the real, God showing me the reality of that more every day and reminding me that every day has just been so good for me, and I think just for us as a family and as a husband and wife. Um, my mission in life has changed because of this. Uh, I've kind of took it upon myself that at work specifically, but in other places, uh, I want to be seen as more of more of a light to kind of allow to be like to be the moon. The moon doesn't make its own light; it reflects the light, and so I want to reflect Christ in the things I do to be to be a light in those places. And so I I ask God every day. I get I drive about thirty thirty five minutes to work, and so it gives me a chance to just ask God every day, like. God, remind me to not fall into the traps and snares that happen at work where you fall into the complaints or the things that go on. But, uh, or judging, to just kind of judging people around you. But to just be that light and to show joy in the things I do. And so, some of my favorite things to do every day is I usually get a chance to kind of walk around the plant where I work. I work at Banner Engineering in Aberdeen. And, uh, there's different people I'll see and, you kind of get to know, and so I just do something dumb. I'll just do something stupid or whatever. But just to make them chuckle, or you say something, just to kind of bring something into their day, because there's just a lot of people, it's so easy for us to fall into those things. And so just to be a simple light in that. And then the people I, I more interact with more on a personal level, just to to continue that conversation in those ways. And to... Uh, find ways to raise spirits or to have more of a conversation with those people in different ways. Um, this fall, we had the fall men's retreat that uh, Richland hosted, and Joe Rigney was the speaker at that. And he had said something at that that kind of challenged me even more in this way. He, uh, he brought the idea of to look at how we enter the home at the end of every workday. And do you change, when you enter the house, usually when you do enter the house, you change the mood. You know, dad's home now. And am I changing the mood for the better or for the worse? 
when I enter the house? Do I, do I show love and, and do I care for my kids and, and help in those ways that, that I should? And, uh, and I'm just thankful that, um, God just showed me these things that worked to me in these ways and revealed to me uh, the place where, where it starts. It's by knowing, knowing that truth that I rest in and living that way in the world around me and to just want to be someone um, that more than anything brings people to see, that, to see that joy that is found in Christ. And I, I want to be identified um, as that by the people around me, that they're seeing that. And so, like, this challenge that I see for myself, and I guess for all of us that call ourselves Christians, really should be our challenge, is that um, if I say my identity is in Christ, do people identify me as that? And that's just something I'm really grateful that God's been working on my heart with lately. So, thank you. Each year in October, out here at our church, we have what's called a fall festival. And so that was a few weeks ago. And uh, for those of you who have not been here, there's different booths set up for kids to play some games and do different things and have some fun. And uh, I'm, I'm helping at one of them one of them booths, and this, this little guy comes rolling through and, and uh, trying to help him with something. I don't remember what. And uh, he just stops what he's doing, and he looks up at me, and he goes, Hey, you're that guy that sits up front and plays guitar. And I look down at him, and he says, Well, let me introduce myself. I'm Daryl Tusher. And so so I, I, I use that introduction to, to, to pull one of the things that I'm thankful for is the um, just the, the, the cross-pollination of of youth and, and, and the elderly from, from top to bottom, uh, at, at, at our, at our church here. It's, it's a neat thing, um, on, on Sundays to, to worship together, all ages, and on Wednesdays to learn together, um, all ages. And so, and, and so if you've not been here on a Wednesday night and, 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 and witnessed some of that, it's a neat thing to see some of these kids roll through here. And to get to know them, and, and for them to get to know us, because uh, he, you know, he didn't he didn't know who I was, and so that was kind of a neat neat way to, to get get to know some of these guys. So thankful for that. Um, so again, I'm, my name is Daryl Tusher. Uh, my wife and I live in Ipswich. Um, we've been attending out here for about 15 years. Um, this day, uh, Thanksgiving Day, has 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 grown to become. Um, one of my, uh, favorite days to, to be here. It, it's pretty neat. Um, um, we get to, to listen. I like to listen to, to, to different people speak and you get just a little snapshot, a little snippet of their life and peek into their souls a little bit. And that, that's neat. I, I, I look forward to, to hearing, hearing all different stories from, from all ages. Um, and, and another thing that I like is, is, is soon we'll be watching a video here shortly. So looking back, that's a neat thing to do. Look at these kids, all that's going on, see them growing up through the years. Um, really look forward to that as well. And the other thing is uh, dinner. Man, coming in and smelling smelling lunch cooking. I mean, I have no statistics to back this statement up, but I've, I've heard it said that like if you're, if you're 
trying to sell your house and you want better success at selling it, you're supposed to cook, be have, cooking a turkey in the oven. So when people come to visit, they, they I, I don't know, I have no stats for that. But So... Um, so thankful for thankful for this service. Um, as I mentioned earlier, my wife and I, Rhonda, uh, live in Ipswich. We've been married for 29 years. Uh, we've been together for 34 years. I started dating her when I was 16. I just turned 50. So basically, we've been together since basically I was just getting done potty training. So we've we've been together a long time. So so I'm thankful for that. Um, we have. We have uh, one one daughter, Sasha, and pretty pretty exciting. She just got married to a, a guy by the name of Chad Dutenhofer, and uh, so I refer to him as my number one son-in-law, and so that's pretty cool. And then our son Seth um, is, is exciting news as well. Uh, they are planning; he is planning to marry a young gal by the name of Tara Hines, and so I am hoping for and looking forward to one day calling her my number one daughter-in-law. So thankful for that. And, and also, uh, we're thankful, both Ron and I are thankful that, that our, uh, kids will be, uh, physically close by. And so that's a, we don't take that lightly and we are very thankful for that and, and we're excited about that. So thankful for that. Um, uh, I continually give thanks to God for working in my life and to recognize my wife as a gift to me, uh, from Him. Um, yeah, God uses uses marriage as a picture, uh, not a perfect picture, a flawed picture, but but a picture nonetheless of 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 how He works forgiveness in our lives. And for me to be on the receiving end of much forgiveness, um, that's a neat thing. That's a blessing, and I I give thanks for that every day, not just today. Um, if not for uh, God working in my life and in the, in the life of my wife, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be giving thanks for, I wouldn't have the opportunity to give thanks for family. And so that's a cool thing. And I'm excited to, to share that. Um, 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 next I'm thankful for, as I said, we've been here for coming for 15 years and, uh, lots of men's studies, I mean, countless different things, things we go through. One thing I've learned is men don't, they do not know what they don't know. And so to, to learn together as men has been a, been an exciting thing. Um, again, uh, that's another cross-pollinating, uh, education here. Young guys, old guys, um, learning together, learning what we don't know, uh, working through mistakes together and maybe, maybe, a us older guys can help the younger guys to not fall in in the pitfalls that we have because uh, there's no sense of trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh, there's nothing new. We've all we've, we've been through it, so hopefully we can learn together. So I'm I'm grateful for the for the men's ministries here that, that we have, and and I will make some reference to our men's and retreat this fall as well. Um, we talked about lots of things. Um, one of them that we talked about that I'm grateful for is, is today society would have us to believe that equal means identical. God's word is, is far from that. We, we, we are, men and women are equal, but we each have different roles. But society doesn't want you to think that. Um, he, and I'm probably going to misquote this a little bit. I don't know exactly who he was quoting, but he gave a couple examples. Kind of neat. And, and, and he used verbiage like, okay, if you set the ocean by the land 
If you set the sun by the moon and set the man by the woman, I suppose somebody would look about on, look about on that and say, yeah, one of them's better than the other. The ocean is better at being the ocean than the land. The land is better at being the land than the ocean. The sun is better at being the sun than the moon. And the moon is better at being a moon than the sun could ever be. Man is better at being a man than a woman. And a woman is better at being a woman than a man could ever be. Just in way of passing, guys, just think about it. Women are people that people come from. That's an amazing thing, and, and we, we, we dare not tread on that lightly. So, 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 so I'm thankful to learn those kind of things together. Um, another thing we've learned together as men is what it even means to be a man. Um, society has all kinds of twisted, twisted ideas of what, what being a man should be, and, and we've learned together, and I'm grateful for this, um, to be a man it means to reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and do these things with, with looking ahead to the eternal reward, not, not the quick earthly reward. Look, look ahead. Um, so, so I'm, I'm guilty of failing at these things. Um, um, and, and when I do, when we or I or we as men fail to, to, to live up to these, we create all kinds of havoc when, when we don't do what we are supposed to do that God would have us to do. So I'm grateful to learn those things together. Um, you know, I, I, you can sit around in a coffee group and one of the most, it seems like one of the misquoted lines or verses is, is guys will say, well, if, if, if Eve wouldn't have, wouldn't have just, just ate that apple, we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, you can look back, read Genesis 1. Eve wasn't even created when God gave Adam those rules. And, and he was, he was there with her, you know. Eve ate the apple and she gave some to Adam who was with her and he was being passive. He wasn't courageous. He wasn't leading. He, 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 he should have told her that this, this isn't to be. And so, so don't, don't let anybody fool you there. So I'm grateful to learn those kind of, kind of things together. Um, I have no, no stats to back up this next line as well. Um, so recently, my wife sent me a text, and she sent it to all of us. She sent it to Seth and to Chad and to myself. And it's, there's a picture with this text, and it says, and, and I have, no again, no data to back this up. So the picture is there's, there's, a, there's a, a couple standing at an open door, and the guy's leaning in, giving her a kiss, and she's leaning out the open door, giving him a kiss. And the, and, and the quote underneath is, Men who kiss their wives before leaving for work live about five years longer, make more money, and have fewer car accidents. And so, I don't know. I mean, if you got married at 18 and died in a car wreck at 19 with nothing but lint in your pocket, I would suspect you didn't kiss your wife, but I don't know. So, But, but the interesting thing is none of us, neither Chad nor Seth or I, nobody responded to it. It was total radio silence. So... Um, you know, she, I don't know. She might be thinking, well, he, he's only kissing me so he gets a break on car insurance this year. And he might be thinking, he's just, just, just doing that to, to, uh, to maybe, to maybe live a little longer. So I don't know. So we just all kept on, we maintained radio silence on that one. So, um, 
Another thing I'm grateful for is talents. I see all kinds of talents out here that everybody in here has, and we all have different talents. And uh, it's neat to see how God uses them to work together and build our church. I'm, I'm thankful for um, talent of music and, uh, and talent of building construction. That's helpful for me in, in, in my whole life for working as well. So, <clears throat> and. Uh, Last but certainly not least, I'm just thankful for the work that God has done in my life. Um, Open my eyes for the need of forgiveness. Um, for this last statement, I do have stats to back it up. One of one, or which is 100%, everybody in here will all experience the event of death. That's running right at 100%. So we, you can back that up. We will all have... And, and, and God has made us, and he's, and he's written eternity on our hearts. We all know that. He's, he's wrote that. That's designed into us. But again, society would have you believe that there's no way that, or our society would have me believe that there's no way that I can tell who am I, where did I come from, and where am I going. Um, you know, they would just have you believe it started maybe with an explosion. Nobody knows how the explosion actually got lit off. Um, you can go and explore that all you want, but no one has an answer for that. But I'm grateful that God has opened my eyes to that, to see his creative work. You know, what can be known about God can clearly be seen by what has been made, and that's all around you. Um, um, you know, I, I look at DNA, and, and then I'll just, this leads me up, up to there's another, this is another one. If you don't know him, the guy that sits up here right behind me, his name's Mike Bowser. And he plays the keyboards, and he gets to talking about DNA with me once in a while. And that's a cool thing. He is so smart, and I love visiting with him. And uh, we talk about, he, he does most of the talk, and I do most of the listening. But uh, DNA, look into it. It's, it's a neat thing. So grateful that God has opened my eyes to that. Um, thankful for knowing, and I know my eternity. Um, thankful also that God is working on me to have a heart that holds on to this world loosely. There are good things. I, I talked about my family, and there's many good things that God has given me, and, and, and we should enjoy them. He's given them to us. We are to enjoy them, but to hold on to them loosely um, and to know that my hope is not found in those things. I, I'm thankful that my hope is not found in CNN, Fox News, the United States of America, any politician, it's not found in my kids' achievement and what they do or their sports. It's, it's not found in that. To be sure, Jesus will be standing over the graves of all of these things. And so I'm thankful that I, I, I'm learning more and more each day to hold on to all of those things loosely. So to wrap it up, I'm, I'm thankful where I'm, I'm going. I know where I'm going. And I'm thankful to also know that the only way I'm going to get there is because of his finished work, no effort on mine. Um, so I'm thankful for that, and I hope all of you know that as well. So thank you. I am really, really grateful that us young guys can learn from those old guys. <laughs> It's been good, hasn't it? It's been rich to hear people give thanks and, and express thanks. And I hope it doesn't stop. I hope we continue to do that as we gather around tables. We hope you can stay. You're all certainly invited, whether you plan to 
coming to stay or not. There's plenty of food and plenty of tables, and it'll be rich fellowship. One of the things that we always close our morning out with here is just looking back a bit and being thankful for the things that God has done through the year. So watch and be thankful, and then we're going to move to the fellowship hall.